Madden Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. The year is 3013. The galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Two galactic pilgrims seek out vistas in the samurai future to bring forth the unity of the cosmic shaman. Opening the door of the pantheon of mystics, the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire. This week, Godzilla vs. Kong. In the year 2020, go- wait, no. In March 2020, wait, no, not in Japan. Um, in April 2020, wait, no, it was delayed. In July 2021, Godzilla Fort Kong. In Japan, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the I've tit- had this film delayed like four times for me. <laughs> Welcome to the Titan Truth Podcast, episode 103. Yep. <laughs> Matt, tap or no tap? A little bit of tap. I, I sometimes drink A little tap. Because yeah. I, I take medicine uh, in the morning. I mean, <clears throat> I can't talk about drinking tap or I constantly drink fucking soda. So <laughs> <laughs> drinking but, a Coca-Cola right now. But something I do do is I yeah, leave the it. water running... Right. I leave the water running for about two seconds before I fill the cup. So just to get all this, like, scuzz out of there? Well, yeah, there's literally, you know, there's, like, metals and stuff in your faucet that probably might... If they're going to come out, they're going to come out in the first two seconds. That's, that's, right. that's not a conspiracy. That's just being smart, I think. But also, like, even if you buy into the whole, like, oh, they put fluoride in the tap water thing, right? Do you think they don't put it in the bottled waters that are, like, <laughs> corporate? No, I, I, the, uh... Are you meant if, to, like... If you, if you were, like, storm-draining it yourself through, like, a rooftop thing or whatever, like, drinking rainwater, then fine. That's the acid like, rain. Oh, yeah. But if you're buying, like, fucking Evian because you think it's not been touched by the corporations and the government... No, the pet bottles themselves, you know, things come yeah. through in the plastic, the aluminum, you know, in your can... Again, uh, there's, no, there's no conspiracy there. It's there, and we just we do that because so, it's really fucking convenient. We've barely even introduced, and we've gotten to the core thing I think we're going to have to talk about with this film. <laughs> <laughs> what is that film, Matt? It is Godzilla vs. Kong as opposed to King Kong vs. Godzilla, which we did last week. Yes. It's the newer one. It's the one you, you pre- maybe you listened last week and like, yeah, I want to hear him talk about that. And instead, it was like we talked about wrestling with a man in a blue gorilla suit, which was awesome, by the way. But... <laughs> And who are you? I'm Matt. Who are you? I'm Luke. And where is this? This is the Titan Truth... Oh, wait, no, sorry. Um, this is Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've been waiting to do this one for a long time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when was the original release day again? It was meant to be last year. It was last year, yeah, okay. Be, but that was like... So, Godzilla came out in 2014. Yeah. And then, like, within months of that coming out, it's like, oh... They've got the Kong license and they're doing a Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> so I've been waiting since then. Right, right. Then we had Skull Island in, I guess, was that 2017? I've forgotten. I think so, right? The King of the Monsters the King 19. of the Monsters 2019. This is going to follow pretty quickly. Honestly, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, non-withstanding of uh, world events, two years makes a lot more sense for a wait. Yep, I think so. <laughs> but then, yeah, so then it was announced it was coming out on March 26th, same day as Monster Hunter. I was super hyped. 
and then it's like other night in Japan <laughs> and then it was given a date and then that date was cancelled because of the fucking pandemic <laughs> and then finally it came out a week ago I've now watched it twice already <laughs> <laughs> so right and uh, hey I made my first theater trip that's that's no I mean I'm not like as concerned about reading in air as other people to speak of. I mean, you know, not being stupid, but it's not like I was freaked out. I, I the have theater. been hitting the theaters because it's pretty safe here in Nagano. Oh, there was no one around us, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, like, there just hasn't been anything to see, but, you know? And then, speaking of this film getting delayed, we kind of had the opposite experience today where we were sat here thinking the film was at 1220. And I checked the website. So, oh, it started seven minutes ago. <laughs> so we ran over the road. And On just the made upshot, up oh, there's hey, there's our alarm. Godzilla alarm. Godzilla's coming. Yep, Titan alarm. Godzilla alarm. It's just telling us there's a lot of rain. To be honest, um, hey, we're in we're in the middle of a pretty intense thunderstorm in Japan's rainy season right now. So. But if there were a Godzilla alarm, it would sound like that. Probably yeah, here in Japan. <laughs> Maybe they do the sirens as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are cool. Those sound just like the ones in Space Battleship Yamato. They probably are. Yeah. No, no, I, I literally, uh, I was after the uh, 2011 quake. I, 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 you know, there wasn't anything to do for a few days. So I was actually watching uh, Space Battleship Yamato on the battery of my laptop because there was no power. Huh. And then when the power came on, the same alarms were in Space Battleship and the alarms at the elementary school. So it, it was the exact same alarm, which was... That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was kind I mean, of pretty cool. Awful, pretty awful in a way, but pretty I cool also too. probably got irradiated around that point and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that i mean that's not so cool <laughs> but um yeah yeah the movie is cool of course um like, like i said it was, it was nice to see a theater oh there's godzilla coming by oh the thunder is i have a king kong looking door godzilla doesn't do thunder it's a stomping godzilla when he oh, okay, stomps that's, so that, that's the sound of his footfall so light okay. is his footfall so <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll close the door at some point but hey it's cool for ambience we do these at temples anyway, so. We shouldn't do one, like, that's the whole way through, like, my, um, from our very first episode where I did the, um, synopsis for Star Trek The Motion Picture in an echoey underground tube with During a storm. Yeah. yeah, that was a little intense. I don't know. We, we There's a bit of Star Trek The Motion Picture in this film. Was that? There's a bit of Star Trek The Motion Picture going on in this film. Yeah? When they go through the, like wormhole or whatever it was oh right 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 i was thinking 2001 at that point one or the other yeah yeah so um so yeah yeah we just both saw it this is just again this is our first uh theater trip for ever <laughs> yeah what was the last podcast we did like that i can't I mean, say I it or you get angry oh uh, was it really yeah the last movie i saw was uh, rise of skywalker yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, uh, I'll, I'll go straight off. I'll, I'll get the ball rolling and say this movie was better than Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, are we going to do, like... Well, no one's going to be able to catch this in the theater anywhere now, anyway. Yeah, we're at a weird time. We've already explained it to you that it just got completely wonked out in Japan, and everyone has, like, seen this and thought about it and put it in their back pocket already, and yes. now they're waiting for the Blu-ray release. Or when the, we do... Movie. Sometimes when we do a cinema, like, it's just come out podcast, I'm like, well, let's give some initial impressions and then... People who might want to go and see it and go see it, and we'll do the spoiler chat after. But I'm pretty sure if you want to see Godzilla vs. Kong, you've seen it already at this point, listener. And, and if you haven't, we haven't spoiled anything yet, so, uh, you know, beware of these waters past here, I guess. Okay, so what, if they are listening now and they decide they want to know whether they should go and see it or not, what's your, like, five-second take? If you want to see Godzilla vs. Kong, of course you want to see Godzilla vs. Kong. There's, there's no two ways about it. Yeah. You won't be disappointed by your Godzilla vs. Kong. I would have taken more Godzilla fighting Kong. But when it was happening, it was the sickest shit I've ever seen. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I'm, everything around it is batshit fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with it. Um, of course, some of it. Well, we'll get into bits and bobs and pieces. Yeah, it's uh, not a perfect film, but if that title intrigues you at all, then you've got to check it out. Yeah. Now, um, geez, we haven't done one of these in so long. Do we even do we even try and do a plot on these? The plot is Godzilla versus Kong. That's good enough for me. And there's some Hollow Earth shit and um. And no, no one cares about that shit. There's just three rounds of Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then one of Mecha, Godzilla vs. Everybody. Yeah. And that, that kind of is a spoiler. I already said beware of these waters. I can say this shit. Yeah, we haven't put musical break yet. But yeah, I guess. Maybe I'll put the musical break there. I don't know. Oh, yeah, but we're doing it on the iPad, so. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, when I said I'd, I'd had beware of these spoiler. waters, that's where you stop the podcast. <laughs> if, if you didn't, you've been spoiled. Mecha, Godzilla. Beware of John Waters. He's coming for you. I'm kind of down with that. So that dude from Godzilla King of Monsters, he was just in this for contractual obligations, was it? Yeah, well, he was also from Peter Jackson's King Kong, so I guess it's kind of fun that he's there. It, yeah, it's funny. But there, he's but... not, he does nothing other than worry about where Maddie is. And even her role is kind of <clears throat> doesn't actually go anywhere. Well, she at least has a plot thread that rolls, right? The reason she has a plot thread is so that Mechagodzilla doesn't come out of nowhere at the end. Yeah. But she doesn't really... The most they contribute is they make him blink for a second so that King Kong can wiggle out of the holes, basically. Yeah. Anyway, there's more of a point to that. And it was a nice rollicking adventure where the guy from Peter Jackson's King Kong, whose name we did say in a previous podcast and is now escaping me... I'm not going to look up his name. He's very minor in this film. Yeah, as well. say, so you could easily have... You're looking it up, though. Uh, you could have easily chopped him out of the film and it wouldn't matter at all. But hey, maybe he got to buy like... a you know, like a, a Range Rover or something from the paycheck. Very possibly. So, if it's worth a Range Rover, I guess that's cool. You're looking at some GIFs here? I was I'm getting up the IMDb page, but when I put Godzilla vs. Kong in, one of the first things it gives me is apparently I can get Godzilla to appear on my camera in AR. <laughs> so we might be doing that out the window between a couple of these segments. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's actually kind of cool. Oh, out the window, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got that. No, I don't just want, like, a foot-sized Godzilla in my living room. So screw I've trivia. I've got four of them. <laughs> <laughs> screw trivia, so <laughs> we're just going to be making a Godzilla Stomp Nagano today. Hey, was it... Was, I said it for the King of Monsters one. What Was that a Gamera shot for a quick second there, or was it just a generic monster? Uh, no, it wasn't was, a Gamera. The, the lizard thing that ate the bug? That was when they first got to the Hollow Earth. Yeah, it just looked like a... Yeah, no. I'm just always looking for gamma. To me, it looked well. like the iguana, it looked like just like a good iguana. So I thought it was a reference to um, the land that... What? What's the one where they go underground in this dinosaurs? Land of Lost? No, the really old one. Savage Land? No, that's from Marvel Comics. Yeah. Maybe they don't go underground. <laughs> but is it like the Jules Verne one? Journey to the Center of the Earth. Maybe that, yeah. Okay. Where in the old movie it was just iguanas with some spikes taped to the Oh, backs. right, right. I think they did. Oh, The Lost World, excuse me. You're yeah, talking yeah. about The Lost World. Okay. Is that in The Lost World? Yeah, it's The Lost That's World. That's not underground. Not, no, not the, not, the lo- not Jurassic Park. No, but there's lost also world. The Lost World, the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah, the 1928 but... Lost World does that, yeah. yeah. And um, 
But, uh, yeah, yeah uh, who else do we... I mean, we're talking actors, but it's, it's Godzilla versus Kong, so we already know what to talk about for the most part. Um, Eleven's back. Is she Eleven? She's seven. Yeah, she's Eleven in Stranger Things. Am I, Millie am I, Bobby Brown is the actor's name. Am I racist for not remembering if it's seven or Eleven? No, it's really dumb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård's there. Yeah, that's a cool... I'm, I recognize his name. He's... He's the, uh, yeah, the, the corporate... He's the guy you'd punch in the face. Yeah, he's... He comes around at the end. Oh! He, no, he's not... No, the guy I'd punch in the face was, um... Demian Bashir's oh, character. Oh, yes, Simmons. excuse me, excuse me. That's definitely who I was talking about. Yeah, okay. I was very hard. It's on your phone. It's kind of tiny. Yeah. Uh, Lind uh, is... Oh, Lind... Oh, he was Lind. the hollow scientist oh, guy. Cra- yes, yes, he's, he's the guy that wrote the book. I, I would have read that book, too, by the way. Yeah, no, oh, that's... We'll get to it later, but this film is weirdly specifically aimed at Matt. (laughs) (laughs) There's two halves of this film, one half that's directly aimed at me and one half that's directly aimed at Matt, so it's really bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of it is Hollow Earth, by the way. We definitely got Jake on for one one film too early in this series. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um, What's he been in that's... uh, Is is he the, the second most famous of those two brothers? He was in the legend of Tarzan. Maybe I know his. Bro- oh, True Blood is he a True real Blood, person? Yeah. That okay. No, he looks like a Godzilla versus. Oh, he's the in the stand. Well, wow. that's the newer one I haven't seen. Oh, he plays around a flag. Cool. Okay. Okay, I guess I recognize his brother then, because I don't recognize any of the stuff that we're looking at. Yeah, yeah, I think his other one is the. His brother is the slightly more famous one. I, I think they. But uh, he's really good in this. But every now and then, when he talks. You can tell he's a European doing an American accent. <laughs> he just says a few words a little weird. Meanwhile, they had um, uh, the, the guy in the chair who's not in the chair. He's following them the whole film. Oh, yeah. I think he was the kid from Deadpool 2. Okay, yeah. Anyway, he did have a slight accent when he, I guess, yeah, he shouldn't is. have had one. I mean, it didn't bother me. I think I'm just saying... Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, um, people couldn't move from New Zealand to... Yeah, 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 I know. I'm just saying since since, since um, our our leading dude had to submerge his, you know? Yeah. And uh, what do we got there? Um, not her. Oh, yeah, Rebecca Hall is Rebecca our... Hall, yeah, she's fine, but she's just playing, you know, scientist lady. Yeah, yeah. She is fine. Then, yeah. So, the great actor, Brian Tyree Henry, <laughs> coming in as Bernie Hayes, fully capturing just fucking Alex Jones energy. <laughs> Well, not quite. There's no hate to it. Yeah, he didn't want to. He's got eat. the madness. He, he wasn't going to eat your ass. He, there's a couple of scenes where he shouts though when he's talking about the bleach and shit. Oh, he's dude. early Alex Jones. He's now, not modern Alex Jones. That was a weird thing where they're talking about drinking the bleach, right? Because yeah. that was actually like turned out to be a thing when this movie was supposed to be released, but had theoretically already been finished. Did they go reshoot during COVID? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly, I don't know. But yeah, um, so. We'll get into it more later, but I think they made a very conscious effort to cast a person of color in that role because they wanted the fun wackiness of here's a crazy conspiracy podcast guy without like, oh, but aren't all of those guys kind of white nationalists? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good call. Yeah, it yeah. kind of works, but it still takes this film in some weird places. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely taking uh, interesting dives through. Well, Skull Island did some of that too, right? Because it had well, that's all... it. Skull Island starts to touch on some Hollow Earth, <clears throat> but it's just like, oh, here's an excuse for why there's big monsters. Yeah. And then Godzilla King of the Monsters gets into it a little more, 
But again, it's just, oh, he goes to Atlantis, that's where Godzilla sleeps, fine. Then this film just goes whole hog on Hollow Earth shit. <laughs> Which is fine. I'm into that, yeah. And then I will talk about that in more detail, but uh, as we make it through the human characters... Yeah, the only one who I actually all... legitimately think was worth caring about was Gia, the little deaf girl, played by Kaylee Hothel. Mm. Um, and she had the interactions with Kong. Right. And that, that, all of that stuff was well done. Because I, I was saying, like, in, when we did King of the Monsters, like, oh, they were actually, those two women were actually the Peanut sisters, and that doesn't make sense. But she, she's, like, she is the Peanut in this one, right? Yeah, she's the... For Kong, not Godzilla, or Mothra, or whatever, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, Kong, much more so than Godzilla, Kong interacts with humans, right, and cares about humans. Well, he's a primate. Yeah, but like it, even in the very first one, right? It's all about him and the girl, right? Yeah, and yeah. Here again, he has to have a cute little girl to protect. So <laughs> he does. But um, yeah, yeah. It, it that see in a way that the because they try to reference like kind of make the other ones feel a little Toho ish, and usually failed at that. And mm. that I think that was a big thing in this one to make it actually feel a little more like say a '60s Toho thing, you know? Somewhat, yeah. I think it, but <clears throat> King Kong is an American character. So they captured King Kong a lot better than they've ever captured Godzilla. True. I would say. Well, Godzilla, he's, he's, he's is the, kind of the background of this one. Maybe that's why he put his name first. Um, but even when the 62 one, I feel like you did get a little more, like, character with Kong, you know? Right. Cause because it's just easier. Because he's got a... Call it, Kong is a character, and Godzilla's a force of nature. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so should we get to the characters that people actually give a shit about? Yes. <laughs> Is that what gong. you teach Klingon infants? Yeah. Gong, gong, gong. That's, that's in a deep space nine episode, excuse okay. me. <laughs> Do you remember what you said to me last time when we did King Kong vs. Godzilla? What's that? You said, I got a lot of Godzillas in my apartment, but no King Kongs. We got this one. Now. I rectified it when I went and saw this. <laughs> I, I figured that out actually when we were recording the uh, War of the Worlds. I was staring at it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and man, they already slimmed down. That, that's a bummer. It's been out for a week, and we looked in that store again, and there's like nothing. Yeah, there's a couple of bags and stuff left over. Yeah, does it, does it that because it sold out or because people didn't care? I don't know. Bit both. Yeah, there weren't that many people in the theater when we came out there. A ton of there was a bunch of people waiting to see uh, something that was. It was the, it was Evangelion, which has been out for like three months. So I guess it's some kind of special showing. I guess they that, were all getting like a book when they signed in and stuff. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. And you you go Evangelion in Japan now. Um, the, the anime stuff always seems to be more popular here. <clears throat> but also, remember we were watching the subtitled version. Oh right. When I caught a film dubbed, it is a little busier. Yeah, okay. That's, I don't know, I feel like I always wanted to go see the subtitle of foreign films when I was in America. But. Yeah, but that's because foreign films were like a rarity. Mm, yeah. Whereas, like, all the biggest films are foreign films here. And then it's like, <laughs> I want to see some Godzilla I don't want to screw around with uh, yeah. with subtitles, maybe. So I, I guess I can get that. Mm. And, like, the... Um, I think they've done a bit of extra work because, like, they've got whatever... Some, one of the hot boy bands has done a theme tune for the Japanese version. Oh, okay. And you wouldn't get that in ours. Right, right. Yeah. Got it, got it. It's kind of depressing that it works that way, but whatever. <laughs> but anyway, Kong! We're starting with Kong then. It's got his scars. It's full-on hero Kong. I mean, there's... 
Except for the fact that he steps on people accidentally a lot. I guess there's nothing does, particularly... Does he specifically... Oh, once they're fighting in Hong Kong, he does, yeah. He's definitely not. stepping on people. Uh, you can't not. But they, they throw in, like, a little, oh, we've evacuated the cities. <clears throat> so they can get away with saying there's not too many casualties, but... You know, right now it's... There's casualties. It's full-on summer. I walk, I walk by the rice fields late at night, and there's a ton of frogs. Mm. And I try my best not to step on the frogs, but I'm sure I probably occasionally step on them without noticing. Because yeah. they're just all over the place. They must be small frogs if you can step on them without noticing. They're pretty small. Okay. They're like real tiny frogs. They're rice fields. Because, uh, you know, last week they were tadpoles in the rice fields. Now they're frogs. So cool. that's how small they are. So I, I, I don't know I've stepped on one. I'm just imagining like I can't have watched every footfall, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, he is very much. He's, he's like the protagonist of this film. Yeah. And yeah, he's definitely. They set him up very much as he's a hero until he's a bad guy, which I'm very glad they did. Mm. Like, they Batman v Superman did a little bit in the, oh, no, they team up to fight something else at the end. It's a misunderstanding. But for most of the film's runtime, it's like, no, Godzilla is a cunt. <laughs> King Kong's got to go deal with him. Like, Godzilla's just on a mission. Yeah, though that's what you eventually find out. And you kind of know it from the start, because he's only attacking his bases. He's not just attacking cities and shit. But he's fucking up those bases, for yeah. sure. And, they, and he comes for Kong, too. Yeah, again, the 62 version, he, you know, comes out and instantly takes out the uh, Arctic base, right? But again, at that point, they Godzilla had only been a villain. Yeah. So, they built a giant dome over actual Skull Island. Yeah. Okay, see, the first time I saw it, um, mm. or the first time I saw part of it, um, I actually thought that was that Antarctic base where they had been keeping Monster Zero. And they, oh, like, okay. Re- I, which actually sounds more nuts now that I'm saying it, but I, I thought but they, they, like... But they eventually take home to the Antarctic anyway. No, I know. That's where I figured so out, wait a minute, he wasn't there to start with, because I, yeah. I actually thought they had, like, Truman showed him in, like, the Antarctic. It may, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was an early version of the script. Mm. Because, again, they do go to the Antarctic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do have him in a fake dome, so, yeah, possibly... No, she says some line about how... Because, you know, in Skull Island, there's a storm around the island. Right. Apparently, the storm swept across the island. Oh, And it killed okay. all the Iwi. So that's why there's only the little girl left. Ah, uh, right, right. Got it's me. a very throwaway line, but... Now I'm remembering that. No, it just they show the storm, and to me, I was like, it's hard to tell because it's dark. Yeah. And it's, I was like, is that ice? And yeah. When I'm thinking it's Antarctic, I'm like, oh, sure, that could be ice, right? Mm-hmm. And then the ocean itself is just like, that, that could be ice. Right. So, and especially when it's such a blurry, dark shot. Right. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, now that we're working it out, um, maybe I'm just an idiot for thinking in the first place. But uh, <laughs> um, so, okay, he's just noticing his island has changed. He hasn't been fully Truman showed. Yeah, but I, I do like that. Right at the start of the film, they show you how intelligent Kong is. So he like fashions a spear and smashes their ceiling to like prove that he's not really in a, under a real sky. Yeah. And <laughs> um, yeah, he. So, what I was hoping for was that they weren't going to do what the 60s one did and have King Kong fight Godzilla by just not making him be King Kong anymore. Whereas this was still Kong. Yeah. Like, he was big. I feel like they shrunk Godzilla a bit. That was what I was thinking. Although I think, the, honestly, I think uh, anyone that wants to get arguing about variable sizes, yeah. but um, anyway. this, this one will give you a headache. But Kong, <clears throat> he, even though he's about as tall as Godzilla, he feels smaller and he uses his nimbleness. Yes. And he climbs around buildings and he swings around that he dodges Godzilla's attacks because Godzilla's beams would fuck him up. Exactly. Godzilla is, you know, a tonic Clearly physically much is. stronger than King Kong. Yeah. But <laughs> King Kong is a lot smarter. And he even, like, he does little things where he'll throw something to distract Godzilla and then jump on his back and shit. So, yeah, I think they nailed Kong in this. Yeah. Are, are they kind of like sumo... Re- this one treats them more like sumo wrestlers. How so? 
Like, especially uh, when they first get into it at Hong Kong, they kind of do the, they both do the intimidation thing. Like, oh, you know, yeah. they got some wrestlers throwing salt and right. doing a fake out or two at the line and then ready, go at when the, I mean, there's no, you know, referee in this case, but at the well, right also moment, they, they just... Zuma, you're only allowed open hand slaps. With Kong Punch, he's got to do it constantly. Well, yeah, they haven't, they haven't, they're not part of a sumo stable. They haven't done all this. But yeah, training, the, but... the nature of the fighting is very, yeah, like, <clears throat> well, no, what, it, what it's meant to be is it's animals showing off to each other. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that works. Or I guess sumo is uh, mountains battling each other. But it's the same idea when you got kaiju. Well, they are the size of mountains. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'll say. That's pretty much the same idea. That's where the sumo comes in. But yeah. um, th- 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 they had a nice balance of effects. Um, they never felt too digitally. No. So that was nice. I, I think it's part of that just that we're at the point where this shit can be done. Yeah. Because <laughs> even, I really like the Peter Jackson King Kong, but there's some terrible shots in that film. Yeah, I think Scott Ireland would give a full pass too, pretty much. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and there were, um, I think, when they were in the Hollow Earth and fighting the, the bird thing, was that actually some practical stuff that was pretty cool? I don't know. Maybe. I think? Because they were, you know, it's the, the birdie monster things are between them and their ship, right? Right, yeah, the vultury things. And the vultury things. I think there were a few shots of practical. I hope so. I, I, and I they, don't know that. They, they looked. Go- I don't know for a fact. My point is, they looked a little goopy. So if, yeah, if you can't tell what's CG and what's not, <clears> then the CG's doing its job, right? Yeah, like we just said, Men in Black. Like it was very clear when it was CG, but it was fun, right? Yeah. Whereas here, it's like I'm like, were those watchers uh, practical or not? I'm, I'm gonna guess practical, and if I'm wrong, then even better, right? <laughs> The stained glass world amidst the spectacular geometry. Oh no! They say he's got to go! Go, go, Godzilla! Right, we didn't get to Godzilla yet because your foot fell asleep. Yeah, I had to get up and sort of stomp around for a bit like a kaiju. <laughs> right, so, um, how does this Godzilla rank in the, the scheme of Godzilla things? I like it, but they pussied out. How's that? Just make him a bad guy. Yeah? And then at the end, have Godzilla do the fucking jaw... Um, King Kong do the jaw rip and kill him. <laughs> what, you want him to kill Godzilla? Because there's always an iron Godzilla. Yeah, because that would have just been a ballsy thing to do, right? <laughs> Whereas they did the, the modern Hollywood thing of, no, no, there's got to be room for sequels. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. imagine if this film had ended and King Kong just did the classic King Kong kill move and snapped <laughs> Godzilla's jaw. And I fucking love Godzilla, but still, that would have been sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I'm but kind they, of... they really tried to paint him out as a hero in the last movie, right? Yeah, so, yeah, they couldn't do it. Because yeah, they'd already kind of like... Well, they, they did throw that little line in at the end of the last one where he's like, thank God he's on our side. For now. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think was just they wanted to create it so that you could imagine he was a villain in this <clears> one. <throat> right. I mean, there's a certain point, though. It's just... You can't do that to Godzilla, can you? No. no I mean, you could make the ballsy move, but you can't actually do that. Right. Um, there's going to be eight people telling you no before, you know, you get anyone agreeing. You can't do it to this Godzilla. Which one can you do it to? The anime one? The ones where he has just been a bad guy, right? Right. Like the very first film, the humans kill him. Oh yeah, if they do it right after that, of yeah. course Kong's got it. That was the whole thing, oh, Godzilla's gone is violent as hell, so we need Kong to stop him. Well, and even in, yeah, in King Kong, wait, yeah, King Kong versus Godzilla, the film that's that way around, <laughs> um, <clears throat> at the end, they kind of leave it that he could be alive, but you, King Kong has won straight up beaten him at the end of that film. Yeah. <laughs> Although, in this one, I mean, if you've got a cooler winner, Godzilla did win. 
Well, they called it, they had rounds, didn't they? Yeah, well, Godzilla definitely won the first round, but that was at sea, so what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> Kong won the second round because Godzilla wasn't expecting him to come back with a Godzilla-scale axe. <laughs> <laughs> but then once they, once they went at it again, he just, yeah, Godzilla slammed him on the floor and stomped on his chest and almost killed him. Yeah. They, but, they, you know. They defibrillate. Kong uh, never surrendered, so he's got that gun for him. Right, right, so... Because you can't, you, you know, if you if the monsters are beloved, you you have to give them their due. I mean, mm. it'd be ballsy not to, but you do. I mean, come on, uh, how would I, you, I, yeah, how I would you really feel? I do feel not if... expect anyone to do that, and I would have been sat there like, holy shit! But <laughs> I, I would have come back away from the film. I'd be like, okay, I've got a lot of respect for that film. That was a thing to do. Yeah. Um, one of the things you complained about in King of the Monsters was the scale just didn't like there was no sense of scale. I think they did that better in this one. Yeah, somewhat better. I um, do feel like they've scaled the, them to the, scaled at least Godzilla down for this film. I concur with that because um, we'll see when they're around an the aircraft carrier, they're both Godzilla size. But when they're in Hong Kong, they're kind of both Kong size. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean the fact that they could both stand on an aircraft carrier means they're not that big. Yeah. So <laughs> also like there's no way physics works that way, but fuck it, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't. Care. I thought they, the fact the point. <clears throat> my problem with King King of Monsters, they never felt there were scenes where they just didn't feel big. Right. They felt like they were. They were uh, too close to the size of the humans. Mm. Whereas in this, they always felt huge, and even when he did interact with the little girl or interact with a human, that he was still, you know, the size of a mountain compared to that person. Because yeah, I thought about the scene where um, the little girl touches his finger, right? Yeah. And of course, his finger's really big. But then later in the movie, he's like. Maybe it's even Hong Kong. I'm like, wow, if, if he was actually this size, that, that shot doesn't make sense. But right, yeah, yeah. I, I guess the thing between this is, um, you know, if you make a de decent movie, it doesn't really right. matter Whereas, yeah, there completely. Was, there were times in King of the Monsters where because they were trying to show show the human and show the monster and show the monster chasing the human, that it just, you, the emotional weight of the size of the monster was lost. What I thought was... Whereas in here, the monster always felt as big as it needed to feel for the scene. Yeah. Which I'm fine with that. <laughs> What I thought was funny is when they um, show Kong throw the jet at Godzilla, and they show they specifically show the guy like eject, mm. and like thirty seconds later, like everyone on that aircraft carrier dies. Yeah, but you can put that on Godzilla, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, for, they, for some reason they didn't want to have Kong ever deliberately kill anyone. Although I'm sure he's apparently still it was fine some... for Godzilla too. Because Kong has a face you can identify with. Oh yeah, and, yeah, because warning. Godzilla is even in this series where he's like protector of Earth sort of character. He's still this force of nature. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit about us specifically. They had that, um, they had that, that eye-fucking between Kong and Godzilla after the uh, round three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I guess they did have um, Godzilla and Quicksilver made some eye contact back in the first film, back in 2014. Oh, right, okay. He had a little bond with him. I still haven't made it back to that. Oh. Mostly because I, I, you know, decided to, like, watch... Like Final Wars and yeah, King Godzilla. So if you're going to watch Godzilla's watch Yeah, I, I haven't been back to 2014 because <laughs> there's so many other ones. That's the really exciting news is that we should be getting more of that soon. What? Japanese Godzilla films. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, I was like, uh, I'm, like didn't I just see a movie where yeah. I got more of the, the current monster? Also, there's, um, there's a really good Godzilla anime running at the moment. Let's just finish running. It's a bit weird. So, what? I got some point. It's called Godzilla Singular Point. Oh, okay. So I thought you were talking about my iPad for the moment, so I got real confused. Right. <laughs> and, and then you'd also mention the anime was terrible, so... Yeah, yeah, I this, thought yeah, I should ask a lot you, better than that I one. thought I should ask you for a bit of distinction on that. Yeah, there's one that's just recently ran this year, and it's really fun. 
Is that a movie or a TV no, series? No, a TV series. Okay. For an episode series. Okay. That's Toho? It's Japanese, yeah. It's Japanese, okay. It's, it's a proper anime, yeah. Um, I presume Toho are involved. Well, yeah, that would make sense. Um, so who comes across better in the end? I mean, because Godzilla's a force of the nature, so like we don't have to worry about identifying with him too much if he's uh, yeah. If he's He definitely he comes across as, if you want to say it, the winner. Mm. But Kong comes across as like a way cooler character in this. Right. When he's the one that, again, it's like, you know, the, the old comic thing where versus anyone, they fight and they have to team up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it time for the third character that we are spoiling? Cause, yeah, Because yeah, you yeah. should have, why are you listening to this if you didn't see the movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually did not pick up on that spoiler beforehand. I mean, I kind of guessed it, of course. I was like, mm. eh, I bet. I, well, I thought it would be Ghidorah, Mecha, Godzilla would probably show up, right? Yeah. Um, but it kind of, it is Mecha, Godzilla. But it's actually Mecha King Ghidorah. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's Mecha Godzilla, I guess, for the first when it's just like testing against that one. But uh, yeah, it's was possessed. that was that a Muto? No, that was the thing from Skull Island. Oh, Skull okay. Island. See, I'm mixing on. See, there's some monsters that come across more generic, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, they came across very cool in Skull Island, but you didn't get a good look at it in this. So. Well, it got ripped apart pretty quickly. Yeah, as should be with Mecha Godzilla, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I would say that is proper Mecha. Godzilla somewhat. Um, yeah, that was a good Mechagodzilla. Yeah, and then, I mean, the only difference between that and, you know, Mechagodora is who's in charge, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looks the same. But when, no, when you, but when Mechagodora is in the films, he's like cyborg. Mm. It's like me- body, flesh parts and metal parts. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, this is pure Mechagodzilla. Just with Ghidorah's so. mind. Yeah. The mind of Ghidorah. So. I, li- I like the thing about how, like, oh, yeah, they use the telepathic Ghidorah heads to control it, and that's how he takes over and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was nonsense, but it worked. It was still a pretty pointless uh, post credit scene in the last movie. Like, they... Yeah. I don't know. I guess there would be... Especially because like, Charles Dance didn't even come back. Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> they just recast him as that other dude, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I guess there'd be someone coming out of the woodwork like, hey, how'd they get the head? Oh, well, now it's explained. It's in your post... That's, is that what a post credit sequence is really for? Just to save the geeks for the sequel? It's either that or it's to tease the next film. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, it didn't really work that was teasing not... the next film, because, like, okay, sure. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> but we've yeah. seen Ghidorah. It's not exciting to know that we're going to have more Ghidorah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah, there's that. Um, it's been a while since I've seen 70s Mechagodzilla. I haven't seen one of the Mechagodzillas in a while. Yeah. The 70s one, I think he was made by aliens. Is right. the 70s the one where when he shows up, he looks like Godzilla, and then Godzilla melts his skin off and he's metal underneath? They do that in one of them, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, so um, it's been a while since I've heard any of those. And it? then one of the ones in the 2000s, they built Mechagodzilla around the skeleton of a Godzilla, and that Godzilla eventually possessed it. Oh, okay, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I do kind of like the, oh, we're just going to build our own Godzilla, and then it gets possessed. Yep, it worked. <laughs> I, I felt like that's a pretty fun... So that is a relatively new concept, then, that we're just straight up building it. Um, I'm sure it's been done. But and and they control it, They can, or they think they're going to control a Pacific Rim style, of course, which doesn't quite work out. At least that he didn't have to sit in its head, like in Pacific Rim. But yeah, yeah, I get to do it. Oh, that's a human character I didn't really mention, the token Japanese guy these films have to have. Cool, he's the only one that gets to say, Godzilla! Yeah, but he's, um, they said his name was Ren Serizawa, so I guess he's meant to be Ken Watanabe's son? Maybe. Because he was Dr. Sarazawa in the last couple. I guess they just like the name. Yeah, they did. Well, it's a little reference, right? But right, right. It's like, if we keep using the name, people are like, oh, it's a reference. It d- doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, it, it feels like there was like a subplot cut out where he was avenging his father's death or some bullshit. 
Oh, okay. Eh, yeah, so you can cut that because, again, I mean, you'd make, we were kind of t- walking out like, hey, that was a short movie. It's not short. It's like just under two hours, but it's short for a film these days. Yeah. So but it gets in there, does their thing. Uh, it already has a few extraneous scenes. We, we mentioned... Um, you yeah, know. you could almost cut the whole Millie Bobby Brown plot, but... Yeah, you could almost get rid of that, but you want to talk about that plot some, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the central heroic characters of this film is a conspiracy theory podcast guy who thinks that the Illuminati have got an underground super tunnel network to survive after they kill the rest of us who thinks the fluoride in the water is there to control our brains and he's right about most of it (laughs) (laughs) and the other central hero of this film is a hollow earth writer who wrote a book about how there's a whole ecosystem under the ground and he also turns out to be right. So who was this movie made for? Nutcases like you. <laughs> <laughs> but he, the the big difference is it's Bernard, is it? As Bernie, I it. Yeah, Bernie, yeah. Bernie, Bernie. He just believes in everything voraciously. Yeah. And wants yours. to tell everyone about it. Because here's the th- thing. One, you know, I like to get my mind into the, lots of things. I'm not, you know... Buy, when I read a book that's nuts, while I'm reading the book, I'll just buy into it. Mm. That's how I read the book. After I finish the book, you know, then I'll think about it a little more. And yeah, a lot of times, like, yeah, that was that was a little nutsoid, you know? Um, and then I don't go telling everyone, like, aggressively, like, <laughs> what I came across. Because let's say you know the absolute truth. You know the truth of reality, the universe, everything. You can't tell anyone unless they ask you. Oh, dude, don't worry. There's whole guides on how to slowly and surreptitiously red pill your family into believing this shit. <laughs> but there's, the, again, that's that's evangelical about it. You yeah, know, like I know, you're like, I, I, I you no, know. No, that's not who you are. No, but. you got to appreciate the trip everyone else is on. And you, even if you want to get in some weird headspace, it's fun. That's an adventure. But don't, you don't want to let like, it infect your personality. That's how I am, because I love reading books about UFOs and Roswell and Bigfoot and shit. And what, like you say, while you're reading the book, you just have to accept it's all true. <laughs> and when you're done, you put it down and you're like, okay, maybe some of these people are not so But uh, we are, I think we are in the minority when it comes to people who are into conspiracy shit. <laughs> Most of them are really like genuinely believe a lot of this stuff. And it makes people do some pretty crazy stuff. <laughs> so it's kind of weird that this film is just so pro all of that. <laughs> but here's the thing it's missing. If, when you approach subjects like that, mm. you take it from a one, you know, if you have a, like kind of a spiritual component, you know, uh, understanding the universe is not there to destroy you and the government is a reflection. Whatever you don't like about the government is ultimately like sort of a reflection of your own reality anyway, right? Mm. So it's like everything's happening as a moving conglomerate of things. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, and some of them you're wrong about. <laughs> well, that's. The thing that always puts me off any sort of Illuminati grand conspiracy conspiracy theory is it implies that someone somewhere is in control of all this. That's Pindar, the albino uh, snake lizard that right. was at the center well, of no, the just the fact that someone is in control. I don't <laughs> think that's the case. <laughs> it's just a bunch of dumb shit that keeps happening. <laughs> well, I've heard the, the idea that if, if you really want to buy into this stuff, 
take it like mafia style. You got a bunch of crime bosses, you know? Yeah. So uh, again, one of the QAnon conspiracy guys did go and shoot a crime boss in New York. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's 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 call the Queen and uh, the Pope like some of the biggest heads of your crime families. And... Yeah, they gotta get whacked. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, and that's barely a conspiracy. I mean, every you know, I, I guess some people just like that, love these people, but that's my favorite thing when I because I do listen to a lot. The main thing I listen to, which I get a lot of conspiracy theories from, is the QAnon podcast. Uh, previous podcast guest, Jake Rokotansky's podcast. Uh, he was on a Skull Island episode, so if you're listening to this one, you've probably listened to that one. Um, and the thing that always blows my mind, and you don't really get into these slightly more politically tinged conspiracy theories. I never quite understood Q. The thing is, they always, the stuff they believe, is so close to accurate. And then they just blame it on the wrong people. <laughs> yeah, well, you're trying to throw your blame out, right? Like, you can take action to make your... He said these people have real grievances, right? They do. Yeah. But now they're just trying to... I have this problem, I have this grievance, I'm trying to move the blame well, off myself. And that's myself. because people are doing that. There's, yeah. like, people like um, Spicer and cunts like that. <laughs> they're deliberately thinking, like, okay, how can we direct these people's anger to where we want them to be angry at? I.e., you know, immigrants, minorities... Women. <laughs> like, you know, people are deliberately manipulating them in that way. I mean, if you're getting to the point where do, does the government do horrible shit? Of course they do. Turn on C-SPAN if you're, you know, if you got an attention span to watch that shit. It's boring yeah. as hell. But if you do watch it with the attention span, you're quickly going to find some horrible things going on right on live television. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> like um, someone was like, oh, is this country evil? I'm like, well, let me guess. Let me ask. Is it a nation state? Yeah, it's evil. It's done horrible shit to create these false borders that it operates under. Do we need a government? I think... Well, what we need is benevolent AIs. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we don't need countries. Okay. You, so what, what would be the, the global umbrella? I, it would be... Smaller sort of city-sized... Right. ...units. And then a bigger government for, like... You know, the obvious shit, like don't kill people. What if let's, let's yeah. spread medicine around, stuff like that. I, I'm just thinking if there is a way to know that your mayor is benevolent, mm. it doesn't really, the buck doesn't really need to go past that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then the only reason you need higher than a city state is for things that you can't handle at city level. Mm. Again, medicine, you know, um, protecting us from meteors, shit like that. <laughs> Not from other countries, mind you. No, because we're not going to have countries anymore. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm, I'm just, I know that. I'm just reiterating yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> from, you know, Godzilla's. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, um, who, who was the, who was that that said it? It was maybe Bush. It was a president of, of Reagan or since just saying, it was Reagan just saying the only thing that would really bring everyone together would be an alien invasion or a country That's Paul Watchmen, right? Yeah, yeah, it is, pretty much. <laughs> Plus so, Independence Day, too, kind of. But, um, yeah, our, our Bernie, our conspiracy yeah. theorist here, is um, yeah, he's, they, he's a little too genki about it all. They've tried to tap into the fun side of it, and they've tried very hard to swerve all of the nasty shit that comes with conspiracy well, theories normally. They tried to make him the hacker from that Die Hard movie or from uh, Transformers, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but... <laughs> no, no one in this film actually knows how to do computers, which is quite funny. <laughs> yeah, oh, we can help by hacking in. They're just like trying passwords into logs to map. Yeah. The, I guess the way to stare into the darkness is to throw out duality, and um, the people that are, you know, storming capitals and stuff are like getting so deeply into the us versus them. Who are they? I don't even know anymore, you know? Yeah. 
And that's sort of the issue. Well, I think that the problem, and that's why the Reagan thing about how there has to be an alien invasion, right? I think there's something hardwired into a lot of our brains that is, we have to have an us and a them. Mm. So until there can be an us and a them, where us is all of humanity. (laughs) But the real us and them is us and the rich. (laughs) (laughs) They are the them. They are the cause of all your problems. Kill your local billionaire. All right. (laughs) Now who's crazy? (laughs) I'm not crazy. (laughs) Is anything I I just said wrong? I thought you were trying to make me sound like the asshole here. Okay. (laughs) It's not an asshole to kill Jeff Bezos. (laughs) Morally correct thing to do. Oh, mm, right now as we're as we're doing this, I think at the moment Richard Branson is making his his space. Oh, he's going to space just to beat Bezos. Who's going to try and do it a week from now? So I mean. Just because he's not quite as rich as Bezos, I like Richard Branson for shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had nude supermodels uh, on his jet ski, too. That's kind of yeah. fun. I mean, it's horrible, but he's at the, the same time... fun kind of rich. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably had people capped. I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so what? it's right now. He's probably launching at this moment. To... What we do is we wait until him and Jeff Bezos are in space. Then we just put a big dome around the Earth and trap them up there. But they're not going to be in space at the same time. Oh. He, he's just taking a, like, I know, they're not, like, flight. going to space. They're just he, doing a very high airplane flight. Yeah, he's doing the, um, the, uh, Mercury, the, the Alan Campbell, Alan Campbell, is it? Uh, the, the, I don't know. Anyway, the, the first, the first American, noting that the Soviets did yeah. go first. Um, <laughs> I can't recall his name. I can't remember Alexi... anybody's name. No, Alexei Pajanov invented Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> is that more important? <laughs> I don't know. That's the Russian guy's name I know. <laughs> I can't there's remember. There's a G. The... There's a G and a Y. There's a G and a Y. Oh, Gagarin? I think that's I think right. I think it's Alexei yeah. Gagarin. Yeah, I think that's a shuttle in Star Trek, too, so. Yep. Yuri yeah, yeah. Alexeyev Gagarin. Okay, so. Uh, he actually went on a full orbital flight, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shepard, Shepard, excuse me. Alan Shepard was oh, the first American. Of course he is. Commander Shepard from Mass Effect is named after him. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> his just his was like uh, these billionaire guys are doing, where it's just kind of a, you know, like a skip out of the pond. Yeah. Where, um, suborbital, suborbital flight aboard a Mercury capsule named Freedom 7. So that's what these guys are doing in the next week. Or blowing up, we'll see. That'd be nice. Um, Blowing up on re-entry. What are you going to do? Painfully have his skin melted off. What are you going to do if Bezos explodes? Jerk it. <laughs> While watching the video, or while thinking about it, or just unrelated because I'm always joking it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just you'll see the news when that happens. <laughs> um, student at work the other day, the question was like, "Who do you admire?" And he said, "Jeff Bezos." And I was so proud of myself for keeping my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, right. Is it true? Right, next. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna punch you. That's it. That's what you should have said. That's not how I thought. It's not how I would picture Hollow Earth. 
No, they'd never quite explain what the light source is down there. I thought about that several times. I kept expecting to show us something, and they just don't. They hope you don't think about it. Now, my thought would be, this is what I was expecting to see, because they talk about the inversion, right? Mm. I thought they were going to go in, and it would be like a... They're walking on the inside of the And there would be a central sun, yeah, which would yeah, be yeah. the Earth's actual core. Yeah. Um, also, did they fuck up the Earth's core in this movie? A little bit. They didn't, like, fuck it up. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Godzilla... Shot a beam all the way through to the center of the earth, and then Kong climbed up through it to fight him. <laughs> How long did that take? I love the bit where they're both just roaring at each other, and it's like, oh, that's cool. Wait, they can't hear the each other. Entire diameter of the earth. I don't care how big they are, or how powerful they are. They can't hear each other in this case. <laughs> I don't know, I guess it's a tube. It's like a game of telephone. Yeah, it's still that shit insane. I've been running science experiments on this shit. I guess it's possible. Yeah, yeah, that was wow. (laughs) (laughs) Are we sure it was full-on center? Yeah, I think it's not actually the center. There's just some hollow bits a bit of the way down. Because we did Dune where he talked to to, to Craig Kamuasso who was talking about his his ideas of, very different ideas of hollow earth or things in the earth. What He had the uh, cities under... Mount Shasta and stuff. Right. That's kind of fun. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. That'd have been cool. I don't think the Antarctic is that close to Hong Kong, though. <laughs> but it's... Kind of, it, kind of, Come yeah. on, everything's the same distance if, if you are at the center. Yeah, they're not at the center of the Earth, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was whack. I loved it. <laughs> when the car was going from Florida to Hong Kong... Mm. It seemed really impractical that lights were going on and off. It's like, they don't need to be on in the first place. <laughs> and who installed that? Well, I think the lights are supposed to be that's like, whatever the electromagnetism thing is that's launching it. Oh, okay. I don't think they're just lights. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's quite an engineering project. Yeah, and I think... They gotta have something we don't know about, man. The secret underground super speed tunnel is a hollow earth Illuminati bullshit thing that I've heard before. So. I've, I've heard that with the, the Nazis having tunnels from Argentina, right? Because okay. they all moved to Argentina. Yeah. Maybe. Um, <laughs> except that the Nazi version has submarines traversing them, right? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I assumed that was more what this was going to be. Because King of the Monsters implied that it's just underground tunnels of water mm. that Godzilla swims through. Right. Now they're fucking wormholes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and... Like, did they really need Kong's help to find that giant glowing portal? <laughs> no, they needed his help once they oh, got there to find the to giant find, uh... Kong temple that he found. Yeah, that's awesome. I did like that they had like a bit of a Kong civilization down there. If you just if the they're... Kongdom, if they're the <laughs> Kongdom. Oh right, <laughs> in my head I think Kingdom, but it sounds like Kongdom. <laughs> no, it's a Kongdom now. <laughs> that's for I'd sure. I'd wear a Kongdom. That's for sure. <laughs> So if there wasn't, like, a crisis and a Godzilla attack and all the, the um, tomfoolery underway... Oh, and I did love how he just smashed the uh, the um, the ship with the baddies. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I thought she was going to have a few more tricks up her sleeve. No, just... <laughs> yeah, that's cool. What was he going to do? Just sit there with his giant axe forever? He's going to sit there and rule his little kingdom, yeah. Okay. I guess Kong... Is he meditating? He's just vibing. Okay. How long would he stay there before he went out to, like, rip off someone's, you know, head and eat it? He's only there for a few minutes. The dude can have a sit down. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think we can all appreciate a nice sit down now and then. Oh, and I I just did notice just how, and I'm not slamming the soundtrack at all, but that was, like, just the most ridiculous, grandiose music ever. (laughs) (laughs) As it should be. And, and in that case, I couldn't... Well, I guess you could say it's, like, in a way, ripping off Wagner or something. But it wasn't ripping off anything in particular I could think of, so... Yeah. 
Except for grandiose monster themes. So It didn't... This film didn't have much of a musical identity, but I liked it all. No, it just had... I like the ele- a lot of films seem to be going for, like, Electronica stuff at the moment, and I really dig it. They only had that one shot of Electronica here where they're driving the van off, which actually yeah. was pretty... Well, and a lot of, most of the fight in Hong Kong was a bit electro. Yeah, they still have the orchestras going, though. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I, I did notice. I just like the Early in the movie, the, uh, the van driving track, I was like, oh, that's got a nice snappy bass drum and a... Yeah. Farty synth, that's always good. <laughs> breaking the law, breaking the law. I think they are going for the uh, Stranger Things vibe. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and I like the, um, oh, so you know how Kong lethal weaponed his shoulder back into place? Yeah. The, um, in the credits, it actually acknowledges lethal weapon. <laughs> how so? It says, like, scenes from lethal weapon used with permission from da da da. That's cool. So I wonder okay. if it was on a screen somewhere as well, showing the scene. I wonder if they, like, mocapped, like, that scene. Can you yeah, mocap an that. existing scene? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, maybe they did that. I mean, I guess you could, like, rotoscope it, right? And yeah. Then, like, yeah. Which is... So does that mean that we have to now acknowledge that Mel Gibson has played King Kong? Um, did the lady they rotoscoped for Snow White play Snow White? Yeah, I think so. Okay, then you would have to say oh, maybe. Um, when they fully... When they do have a mocap guy, he counts as playing a character. Right. Because um, the... in Skull Island, you know, I think we'd mentioned it in the episode, the guy who's trapped by himself mm. and eventually he gets he sees the big stick insect and he gets eaten okay I th- that actor also played Kong oh uh, okay I think I have a good happy medium here we we credit Mel Gibson as special effects okay because <laughs> <laughs> the mocap guy would be the actor right yeah Mel Gibson would be a special effect in this well, movie Mel Gibson was the mocap guy's stuntman <laughs> they should have made him like third billing in this movie well he should have played Godzilla that. King Kong Gibson. That's my shirt today, too. Oh, you're in a Gibson shirt, yep. That's guitars, by the way. No, no, he's, he's just wearing a shirt that says, I hate the Jews. <laughs> With a big, bushy face of... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I legit own one of them, and I own ones that look pretty much like... You own others. a Jew? <laughs> That's like three things wrong. <laughs> but Matt is wearing a guitar t-shirt. With yeah. Gibson guitars. <laughs> So, shout out to Gibson Guitars. Yeah. No, no shouting, shout outs at all to Mel Gibson. Shouting at Mel. <laughs> shouting at... Oh, no, but Mel's shouting at you. How different would this film be if Mel Gibson was playing the conspiracy guy? He did that in a movie. We, I know, we, we but like... Get, with Patrick Stewart, we have to get tonally, that. Tonally, it would be a very different film. <laughs> <laughs> Just screaming in Millie Bobby Brown's face. Don't drag that! It's how you tap! <laughs> you know who else was tap? I decided not to finish the sentence. <laughs> okay, where were we? Hollow Earth. Oh, yeah, that... So, I, I really want to work out the topography of it, which we started talking about and then got derailed by Mel Gibson. It's like a flat plane. But there's... Above, a, one above and one below. So is it's it like... like a disc. Like a disc? And so... Disc world is inside the Earth, apparently. Are there other discs? That's where you get your That's sequels? it, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not... It, I don't think it was meant to be the center. Mm. There's just like a, a another layer of discs within however far down under the top Then what's layer. with that inversion shit? That didn't make any sense. I, no, it didn't, Matt. But the, float, <laughs> the floating rocks with, it was with very glowing cool. purple stuff was cool. It was super cool, yeah. And to watching Kong play with the rocks for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Well, that was shit for shits and giggles, right? Yeah, he's, just, okay. he's a gorilla who pokes at things. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but he knew what he was doing and where he was going already, so he didn't... Yeah. He instinctively knew to go back to that mountain. Right, okay. That's all we knew. And the mountain is not the core of the earth, it's just the Kong Temple. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I don't, 
Do I know Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that... Well, they need to have sequels, I suppose. I, I don't know where they go now, though. If they are going to do another MonsterVerse film. Like, Kong and Godzilla have fought each other. They've killed Ghidorah. Yeah. I mean, they can make up their own monsters, but we know they're not good at that. What if um, the intelligence from the Hollow Earth that's been released because of the um, Kong Temple thing... Um, Starts to control the... That's the last movie, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Now where do they go from here? Now they now they have um, Godzilla and Kong versus the Avengers. That's what they do next. Godzilla and Kong versus um, Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be a better movie. Although, you know what? The ending where they are fighting with Godzilla really reminded me of the Hobbs and Shaw ending. Yeah? Just the way it's like, oh, we've worked out how to work together and just lots of slow motion punching and shit. But it's so earned at that point. You do yeah. you, when you do that. You do I think both right, of them earned you, it really well. That's, the, it. that's what it worked in both cases. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking that the film structurally is very similar to Batman versus Superman, but I think it pulled it off a hell of a lot better. They should have. They should have put the Martha scene in though, where Maybe. they where Kong and Godzilla both realize that their mother's name was Martha. I mean, they weren't far off that. They, just, they both realized they like this. They both liked little girls. Not like that. <laughs> that that's that's how you uh, team up with people on Epstein's Island. The real Skull Island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just the you know they meet, they fight each other. Oh, it turns out one of them's being manipulated. Oh, they team up to fight this villain, which you've kind of been teasing all the way through. Who's just a clone of the last villain from the other film? Right. So it's all very, but it just worked because in Batman vs Superman it didn't work because that Batman just wasn't Batman. No, that was just an asshole. And this one it worked because King Kong is very King Kong and yeah. Godzilla is very Godzilla. Yeah, they, God, this is the most Godzilla you get out of the American films, yeah, I think. Definitely, and also yeah, I guess because Godzilla can be a villain. Yeah. And this film leans into that a bit, whereas both Batman and Superman are purely heroic characters. Right. Because the first of the, the 2014 Godzilla, he's more just majestic, I guess, right? Yeah. You don't really know what's going on there. You just know he's going to kill these other two things, right? Right, right. But then King of the Monster, they tried to make him straight up a superhero. Too much of a hero. Yeah. I mean, they even have him doing, like, Avengers Assemble at the end. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this one is nice. Back to, like, it's like he's what's kind it? of unknowable. Yeah, what exactly is he going to do? Don't know. So, um, I, and again, I, I feel like he really did look better in this movie than the past few. He looked good. I, yeah. Similar to the Godzilla from King Kong vs. Godzilla. Mm. He looks amazing from the side and terrible from the front. Oh, it's He looks I, so fat when you he see him He does look a little fat, on. okay. I love the face shots, by the way. I, oh, I already yeah. mentioned that where they are. Just, uh, the eye contact and shit, yeah, it's all great. Yeah, yeah. Time to rank your monsterverse, I guess. I think I might still put Skull Island at the top. I'm kind of thinking that as well. But um, this is probably number two. I'll go with that. Um, and I was thinking, why am I still playing Skull Island on the top? Uh, variety of monsters. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no Godzilla, but variety of monsters. And then actors. I mean, yeah, just that had 
like nobody in this movie particularly stands out. Sorry, folks, you weren't bad. You just no. Oh, the little girl stood out. Okay, but uh, yeah. <laughs> otherwise they were just kind of here, you know. Yeah. Whereas Sam Jackson and, and John Riley and, and that one, and then even the other folks in that just like stood out. But yeah, like Brie Larson and um, <clears throat> Tom Hiddleston have been the best, like you know, pretty leads this series has had. Yeah. See, I just forgot Tom Hiddleston, didn't I? Yes, that's yeah. Who, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, that that felt like a. Because it did like the, oh, here's a squad of soldiers, they're all little archetypes, they're on sort of an adventure. It gave you a good human story and then good con content on top of that. I think that's what they were hoping for with the uh, Maddie, now I want to call him Benny, am I right? No, Bernard. No. Oh, Bernie? See, I keep forgetting his Bernie name. Bernie with See, yeah, I keep Madison forgetting his name, they didn't stick well enough, right? <laughs> Josh, I think it's, I, I remember the kids, the little boy's, little boy, the Deadpool boy's name, mm. just because that hilarious line at the end where he goes up to... He's like, oh, but it was bad. And he, the dad's just like, shut up, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that was his purpose for being yeah. <laughs> That was it. But yeah, the, the, you know, the acting fireworks were lighting in uh, Skull Island. They got Kong completely right in Skull Island. I think uh, uh, Skull Island is the only one of this whole series that feels like a director was just allowed to make a film. It, like you said, where does this series go from here? They, they have to find something new to do. And Skull right. Island, so far, is the only one that bothered yeah. to even give that an attempt. Well, yeah. and not just an attempt, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, the other, all the other MonsterVerse films feel like that, you, that Hollywood cinematic universe bullshit that everyone's so sick of, it, they're dripping with it. But Skull Island didn't really have it until this post credit scene. Well, I, it took me like a year after I saw Scott Island to even fully realize, oh, this actually is supposed to be part of the whole MonsterVerse right. thing. Because it had been a few years since I'd seen 2014, so... so yeah, the, the name Monarch, Monarch wouldn't stuff. really imagine... Because yeah. well, <laughs> I'm enough into weird conspiracies, I have completely different things I associate with Monarch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um... It did have the cave paintings of Godzilla at the very end, but... Yeah, yeah, but... True, but, um... But yeah, then there was also that time that... Spider-Man inexplicably had a post-credit scene about X-Men because that was the only way they could arrange to like get one of the actors schedule changed or some bullshit like that there's two different studios yeah yeah <laughs> it's just like this only agreed to Sony got some actor by agreeing to put an advert for X-Men at the end of Spider-Man <laughs> but it's it depends on how much of a standalone film they are I think um, mm. Scott Island complete standalone film right yeah. Uh, this one almost there. It, it's almost like they shouldn't have brought back the actors from Godzilla King of the Monsters. Mike, I, I, what I, do you think? I know why they did. I, yeah, well, I, again, I don't think they added much. And yeah, maybe if it had been it's allowed to be its own thing a bit more, it would have been better. Yeah. Not, I mean, all the monsters are great. This is definitely. Like, uh, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters definitely did not have monster battles this awesome. This, I think this, is, this has the best fight scenes in the series. True. Although watching Kong just. Well, no, the, the giant, the octopus is the best. That stuff's great, but I, you know, with my monster movies, I want to see him smash a city. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the thing, Scott Island was missing. So yeah. um, it was nice to see them, and 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 Boston's like already destroyed when they get there in King of the Monsters. So yeah, it was kind of yeah. nice to just watch a uh, Hong Kong eat it. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot of neon rimming their buildings. I wonder, I hope Hong Kong really looks like that at night. That was sick. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine it must. I, I bet it doesn't really have an evil pyramid full of robots on the mountaintop. But... Are you sure? They have Disneyland. Do they? Yeah, there's Hong, Hong Kong, Kong Disneyland. Disneyland. It was oh. the one that wasn't that successful. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I think there's a Shanghai one too now. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Of course right. there is. Disney loves shucking China's dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's why Hong Kong... 
That's what Hong Kong's doing a lot of films recently. I guess they're. It's such a contentious place too. It's whichever city is currently giving the tax breaks, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was Atlanta for a while, but the films never explicitly were set in Atlanta, were they? Uh, oh, there's a TV show Atlanta. Yeah, because <laughs> I went all the, the Marvel and everything filmed. It's hard for me to say because I recognize so many locations. Let's put it that way. But, yeah, but they never said out loud, this this scene is set in Atlanta. See, that's what I'll say. Oh, Ant-Man. I was like, no, that's because I recognize yeah. the locations. I think that's that supposed, supposed to be San, to San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. It's fine. As long as you get that steep hill in a shot, everyone believes it's San Francisco. <laughs> they use such iconic locations. Like like I said, there is like the Museum of Great Britain. And I'm like, oh, they went to Atlanta to the High Museum to steal that stuff. <laughs> No, it's a museum in Great Britain. It wouldn't be in Atlanta, would it? Uh, I did notice um, we, we left the credits because you said there is no post-credits here. So mm. um, I, 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 The first one was uh, Australia. They did yeah. Australia filming again, probably tax breaks. Like, I, I guess they had this whole thing in the can pre-COVID, so... I would imagine so. The, the, well, yeah, the film... Most of this film's time was not spent filming actors, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was supposed to be released much sooner, so it was yeah. probably just been sitting in the can i wonder if they did do anything in the past year just to play with it i'm sure they would have thrown in a few reshoots so the films have reshoots just by standard right so but recently not so much <laughs> they're I mean, getting back I'm to trying it, to think was there a scene that was clearly just one actor on a green screen <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure but <laughs> I, I my point is i think they actually you know they're going to release it right so and then they just didn't so you know we haven't mentioned was that come fucking talks in this what sign, sign language. language? But still, we haven't seen that before. He does a bit in the Peter Jackson one. Yeah, you know, primates do that, right? Yeah, it's not... I, I, I mean, I dig it. I know the problem with it. It's just, oh, that's kind of a, a big thing. I don't think he was fluent or anything. So yeah, I liked it. It was good. Yeah, I, no, that was just like, yeah, of course he is. He's imagine if he just like talked. <laughs> maybe yeah. that's the next one. Me like... love you. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I was thinking maybe we should, uh, you know, go over here and you know. <laughs> Welcome to the King Kong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that one's only on YouTube, though. Yeah. <laughs> the listeners can't sit at home can't see that we were both doing fake sign language when we did those lines. So that joke didn't work at all in this audio podcast. Yeah, but it was still better than the guy that was signing for Obama at the Nelson yeah. Mandela funeral. <laughs> Whereas that's still timely a- reference, Boomer. <laughs> Huh? Timely reference, Boomer. Like three years ago, man. Like four years ago. I think it was, it was a while ago. It man. was. Be- I just thought it was so funny. It was funny. I was, <laughs> was, I was great. shit. I don't remember another recent uh, sign language fail like that. Because we have a uh, NHK in Japan, they have a lot of the little sign language window when they feel like it. You have something for us? Eight years ago, Matt. Eight years? Man, time flies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was end of 2013, so like seven and a half. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you should, well, you've, honestly, you've already seen it. We were the last to see it, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can recommend it to yourself to see it again if you'd like to. Um, I guess we'll give you the go-ahead to do that. <laughs> you have our permission to watch this Your again. permission to watch this film again. But this... you need to email us first and just check, you know, <laughs> make sure that the astrological, you know, um, everything is astrologically in place for you to watch this film again. My feeling on this film reminds me of my feelings on Spider-Man 2. Because it was very fast-paced and it went quickly and I had fun. I remember the first time I left the theatre, I was like, I thought there wasn't much fighting in that. That was, oh, that was all right. Mm -hmm. And then as it sat with me, I'm like, wait, no, that film was great. There was loads of... And then at the second watch, I'm like, you know, this is amazing. What was I thinking? But yeah, because it was so... There was no point where I was sat there thinking like, oh, this is going on a bit. It just was bam, 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 and I was out of the cinema. 
Well, I am. I think I am more excited about seeing the next monster film than you know. They had to add. Uh, Black Widow came out in the states this past weekend. It's out here. It is out here. Okay. Yeah. We didn't give a shit. We went and watched uh, Godzilla. I went okay. and watched Godzilla for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't because we haven't done any Marvel stuff. It, it would be weird for us to do a Black Widow one. Yeah, I guess it's not the right place to start. Yeah. We didn't. I might probably catch it at some point, but yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't think I do. Huh, interesting, because I, I, you know, I was very much superhero focused uh, several years. I think ago. I've always been a bit more of a monster guy, but I was really into all the Marvel stuff. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I guess I'm changing my team here. Okay. Mm-hmm. But again, now that we've been talking sci-fi films, you these superhero ones. There's barely anything to say. Where you want to talk about monsters punch each other for an hour, and there's several things we talked about. Yep. <laughs> I just hope audiences are agreeing because I know the. F- the Monsterverse films have done okay, but never great. How did this one do? I don't, well, it's, it's hard it's to say. It's still kind of... It, yeah, it's... it's I don't think a, anything counts this year and last year. Yeah, it's had... Well, they're starting to say they're counting a little... I think Black Widow counts, that's my point. Okay. Because uh, people, you know, people who... Most people can go to a theater, yeah. Right, so I think it is... But yeah, this one is at the end of that gray area, I suppose, hopefully. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I hope we are going to see... Because, like, this year we've had this and Monster Hunter. Yeah. You know, we're probably going to get another Jurassic Park soon, even though the last couple of those have been shit. Yeah, that's the last one. Yeah. Those are dinosaurs, those aren't monsters. Yeah. you got to soup up your dinosaur, make them Godzilla. We've got a Pokemon movie, hopefully we'll get more of that. Yeah. There's been talks of a Digimon movie. Mm. That's more kaiju, that would be dope. <laughs> um, then, yeah. And then, yeah, Japan's going to get back to it, that's good. I hope, I hope the future is bright for monster movies. They're my jam. <clears throat> Maybe that's why I want to see the, the next Japanese monster movie. Yeah. That's where it's at, though. See, I, I don't know if we'll get another Monsterverse film, but hopefully we will get another really sick Japanese Godzilla film soon. I feel like this one made an imprint, though. Like a, you know, a paw print on the, in the jungle floor. Like, it's, people seem... I, the, the, yeah, but I only associate with people who like Godzilla, so I don't know. But I don't feel like I've heard anyone, like, talk crap about this movie. No, but I, I don't feel like I've heard many people talk about this movie outside of the circles where they would. Well, since I do listen to some of the weirder podcasts, I, I have heard people mentioning the Hollow... So the Hollow Earth thing was not... I did get that spoiled, just that there will be Hollow Earth stuff. Right. Without details, so... But, I mean, that's not a big leap to make anyway. And that got me more excited to see it, too. Oh, it's it's one of those 6.4, 93% of users kind of films. Okay, so the users are right in this case. Yeah. I mean, come on, what critic's gonna... I know, talk? the critics don't know shit. Yeah, horror, monster movies, you can't Ooh, trust I didn't really answer any questions about, you know, the human condition. Godzilla, punch Godzilla! <laughs> King Kong punch Godzilla in the face on top of an aircraft well, carrier. Godzilla punch Mechagodzilla. You're pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> um, where can people punch us? It's cracked 300 million in international. That's a success. But only made 90 million in North America. What? America's still a bit fucked, mate. Okay. <laughs> maybe it's maybe maybe the you know. The okay, next... we're up to like 400. Yeah, it's doing all right. It's, okay. it's doing monsterverse numbers, which is alright. It's enough that they can make more monsters. Because, yeah. I mean, and I, that's the thing, you just CG it now, you know, I mean, you don't have to hire the super expensive actors, you'd lie that, I'm sure the CG's expensive, but it's not... It's topped Godzilla King of the Monsters, anyway, and that came out in, when the world was unfucked, so, that's yeah. pretty good. Okay, that's all that matters, because, yeah. um, I don't hate that movie, but it's definitely, like, the least of these. Yeah, yeah, because we never, I never quite finished my list, I think... I would put Godzilla 2014 above King of the Monsters. I would. <laughs> it's a close thing. I think they're about about on a level. Well, but that um, film, that's just it, that again. It's it's just more of a standalone film. Yeah, I would it's say King, King of the Monsters has more bling, and the bling's fun. But the 2014 one's just better. It's, well, you know, King for 
King of the Monsters has got more, but because it knows how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not about the length, it's about the girth. In movie Where does terms. King Kong hide his junk? Um, Did you see right up his crotch a couple of shots in this film? There's nothing there. Maybe he's a eunuch. Maybe. I mean, he's pretty hairy. I guess something could be hidden in there. Mm. And uh, can gorillas retract it? I think most animals can, right? We're weird for not being able oh, okay. to. Yeah. I don't know. That that's a that's a good topic for a whole another podcast where you just talk about King Kong's penis for fifteen minutes. <laughs> I mean, if we want to get into phallic imagery and monster movies, we have got to do Shin Godzilla soon. I used to War of the Worlds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you had such a great lead in. It was, where do where do? Oh well, I was like I was going to start doing the podcast blurb after that. It was such a good question to lead into it, but now I forgot what it was. Oh, so never mind. You can find this podcast on Twitter at MLSFSPod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of that shit. Just search Matt and Luke Sci-Fi Sanctuary. Um, and if you want to help us keep making these podcasts and maybe one day do those Marvel podcasts, you can go to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. And if you've enjoyed the music you heard in this podcast, you can find more of Matt's music, rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com. If you hit the reverse 30 seconds, like three times, you'll hear your good lead in. <laughs> and then you just hit it forward about three fifteen second things, and then you'll get straight to that. So you can hear the blurbs twice that way. Okay. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and if you did it, tell us. Uh, yeah, please <laughs> or, do. Or, or don't. <laughs> And if you have any uh, information on King Kong's dick, do let me know. You can find me on Twitter at BuskLily. I always want to hear about King Kong's genitals. Star Trek Nemesis Rampage